Welcome back, everybody. We're at the Dr. B. Well studio with Elizabeth Doherty. Uh, Elizabeth is a, is a good friend. Uh, she's also a, an incredible yoga teacher. Yoga teacher. She's been teaching yoga since 2005. Uh, she's been a teacher. Uh, she's been taking yoga since 2005, teaching yoga since 2011. Uh, in 2014, she incorporated uh, something called myofascial release uh, into her practice, which is absolutely incredible, which I really can't wait to talk about today. She, uh, you know, she makes sure that, that humor and breath are, are a big part of her teaching and practice. Uh, and uh, she wants to, you know, let everyone know that, you know, you can't take, you know, life too serious and, you know, you got to be fun. And, uh, you know, the, the, the jokes that she would start class off sometimes would be absolutely incredible. Uh, so I'm just so, so, uh, you know, so excited to have Elizabeth on the show today. Uh, you know, th- thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. You know it. Um, so long time listener, first time caller. Yeah, that's it, baby. We got, we got it. We got it going. I love it. Do you want to know what's cool is I, uh, on, with some, some people I've been, uh, I did it for the first time with a teacher last time. I did a, uh, like breath work beforehand. I did a mantra. Yeah. Nice. You want to do it? Sure. Yeah. Okay, cool. So let's get the, the mantra. It's, um, All right, so I'm going to, I'll lead it and you can jump in whenever you want. Okay. okay. What do you think? A little more relaxed? How did I do? Good. good. That's a that's a kundalini practice. Have you ever done kundalini? I've done one class, um, and she had a giant, not a symbol, but one of the gongs. Yeah. And the shavasana was extra long. It was like twenty minutes, but she was gonging it, and it was just making such a vibration 
It was like wild horses. It was a crazy, like very visual, even though I was lying down with my eyes closed, very visual. I love this. Um, the, uh, the, gong, uh, the gong bath. So at the end of every Kundalini class that I, that I ever took, that was something that happened. It was a gong bath and they, you know, they weren't natu- normally like 20 minutes, but they'd be like five, you know, it's a, a pretty long Shavasana compared to the no- normal day practice, you know, over here. Um, and I could literally, because the vibration was so strong, I could literally feel, uh, you know, my hips being, you know, like lifted up and put into frequency and being, being put into residence and being like put into the right place where they're supposed to be. Mm. It's like, wow, how, how is this so incredibly powerful? Sound. That, no, well, that's, you know, <laughs> isn't it? We take so much for granted. <laughs> the stuff we can't see. The stuff we can't see for some reason, we just take it for, you know, for such granted. Um, but it, the, the sound is like, is so incredible. Uh, you know, it's, it changed my life. Like it, to the way that I thought about things and the way that I started to look things up and, and understand the way that, um, you know, me and you, uh, this desk, this computer, everything around us is, you know, we're all matter. Um, but all matter has, uh, you know, a vibrational frequency. Uh, and if you can get those, uh, you know, to, to become in resonance with one another and they're at the same frequencies, then you can, they're, you know, they're all the same. It can, you know, you can turn this into that and, you can, you know, you can turn me into the desk and the desk into it because it's, you know, it's all energy and it's all, it's all uh, vibration and sound. So it's like wild. <laughs> so cool. I, uh, myofascial release, super, super cool. I think that it's, uh, it's amazing. And so Elizabeth is so good. Is So I've been practiced with Elizabeth and sad, you know, probably over a year, you know, and so been a while. Um, I'm hoping that maybe even tonight I might, you know, maybe I'll be able to see yeah, it in there and on in. Ro- roll on in, baby. Uh, I might be able to get a class with her in, you know, after we do this together. Um, but it's so incredible that I, I literally last night, you know, Elizabeth and I were talking, we get to the, uh, the point where I'm saying, just like talking to myself a little bit. And I was saying like, Hey, I, you know, this is what's going on. I have, you know, uh, you know, I'm compensating on my right side. I, because of that, I think I have, you know, I've identified that I have like 30% less muscle mass on my left side, uh, all this stuff. I don't know, you know, it's maybe from a knee injury, you know, from a long time ago, I don't really know. She's like, Oh, Okay, let me let me just send you uh, let me send you a video after this after this call. You sent me a video after the call. I was doing these uh, these exercises last night. Um, what was it? What was it? What was it called, Elizabeth? What was what, what's what's uh, my diagnosis? Um, it, I think it's AIS AIC Yeah, left side. Yeah, left side AIC. Yeah. So um, so yeah, she was she was telling me left side AIC, and I was doing these incredible exercises. And I tell you what, I just the way I was, you know, I was reaching up here with my left hand and my, you know, my, my right leg was straight and just keeping my, my left, my left leg bent, my right leg straight and was doing this reach and, and the breath, it, it's so funny how, you know, the, the breath work that you need to do is uh, individualized for the certain type of work that you're doing. You wouldn't think that you have like all these different breaths in your, you know, in your arsenal, but that is like really what you need to be successful. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you, do you like, um, you know, when you're, you know, when you're doing some of those, uh, you know, some of the breath work, uh, you know, from the exercises that I was doing, you know, we we're talking about a little bit before the class, but you want to really like, you know, you want to breathe in really slowly through your nose to inhale through both nostrils, open the mouth, a slow, long, relaxed exhale from the, from the mouth, from the mouth. Yeah. Mouth. Like inhale, 
through the nose, exhale through the mouth. But not just pushing it out and straining. You're trying to get it slow along. You're trying to relax yourself because we're always tensed up and everything's shifting over. And then when you relax, it's trying to shift it back into place. Okay. I think that's like a huge portion of it for like everybody is that their sympathetic nervous system is just firing at all times. Absolutely. And yeah. they're not able. And I think that's, you know, also now that we're saying it, you know, that's definitely why I like loved your classes so much. Um, you know, and, and just to let's, let's, before we get ahead of ourselves, uh, I'll, I'll explain to everyone. So I'm in, I'll, I'll give you my first impressions of Elizabeth and how I met her and stuff. So I was, uh, you know, taking classes with Elizabeth and I- Gallon jug of water in the hot room. Gallon jug. Plastic too. Yeah, pl- exactly. We're learning. You know, we're learning. <laughs> Nicely done. <laughs> I, I will say at that time, the reason why I was bringing those plastic jugs of water was because I was dying and I, you know, we, we've talked about this on the show that like it was crazy how much, you know, how much I needed, more water I needed. And, right. um, but I was also just trying to always hydrate and I would bring the, so at my, my bee sanctuary, there was a spring on the side of the road where it just give you fresh water. Yeah. And so I didn't, I never figured out the, the, the next step, which was to eliminate the plastic jugs. So I wasn't getting like the microplastics and the, you know, from that. And I was going to figure out a better way to transport it, but it's, it was in New Boston. Uh, which is about an hour away from Portsmouth. So I would um, I would go to the spring and I would fill up 30 of these jugs and then bring them back to my house. And I just have this natural spring water that like made me feel so good, you know, all the time. Uh, and that's kind of, it's, it's funny because like when I was doing yoga, I learned that like, you know, water definitely, I, I've always been sensitive to water and knowing like, oh, this is a ton of chlorine in it. This doesn't make me feel good. And like, it's the same thing, like, you know, sometimes what we can't see, we don't think there's anything wrong with it. So we just think, oh, this is water. It's fine. Um, but like there's uh, there's this water, uh, you know, that that, uh, that I started drinking that was just incredible. And it's called tourmaline. It's a, you know, water, you might be familiar with it. Um, and so it's called tourmaline water from tourmaline springs in Maine. And it just made me feel better like afterwards, you know, and I was like, wow, there's definitely something to this that kind of got me to, to research. I started watching a ton of documentaries on water and, and realizing you know, all this stuff, total, you know, total dissolved solids is a real thing. You want that stuff in your water. And so, you know, going out to the spring, that's just a little backstory of why I had the, mm-hmm. the jugs. No, you do what you can do. I'm, I'm making fun of you because just water in the hot room in that plastic, it just was turning into hot water. <laughs> and then he's trying to cool off with this giant thing with hot water. Meanwhile, I have a tiny, tiny <laughs> that's half frozen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that you do have yours yeah. is always so tiny. Yeah, you know yours. Always... You know if you're if you're drinking that much water in the hot room, you're it's too late. Yeah, oh, a hundred percent. I definitely. Um... I mean, you do the best you can, but it's too late. <laughs> right. No, for sure. I definitely learned that. Like you know, because you're. I mean, you're hydrating. You need to be hydrating two hours before that. Ibh, always be hydrating. Always be hydrating. Abh, I love that. <laughs> that is awesome. Um. So the, uh, I, yeah, you're, you're, yeah. So for people, if, you know, just to learn a little bit, this is something that I learned along the way, like, you know, that first off, you're not able to, if you're chugging water while you're working out, like your liver is not going to be able to process that, that water. And I mean, excuse me, your kidneys not going to be able to process that water that quickly anyway. So you're, everything, your whole body. Yeah. Your whole body. So you're just going to pee out, pee it all out right off and just going to give yourself triggers to, to, you know, signals to do that. Um, but it's the, uh, and I learned like, you know, that I, I, didn't need as much water. It was just my nervous system kind of letting me know that I was, you know, in danger. And that was the kind of way that I made myself feel safe. You know, even though I, you know, that's, that's what's cool about yoga is you learn, like, 
you learn at first that's how I was and and I was you know trying to figure it out and now it's like I can you know I go into 200 degree saunas and I don't you know don't bring any water with me at all because it's just like I know that that's it's too it's too late ABH always be hydrated <laughs> um so yeah so I, I used to like uh this is kind of how I started to connect with Elizabeth a lot um not first off she's obviously like the dopest person ever <laughs> um but I would uh I would bring I started to like learn on my own, like that I, I, you know, about this myofascial thing. And I didn't know what it was called or know anything about it, but I knew that when I stood on like tennis balls or if I, you know, I had this thing specifically, and I don't know if you remember it, but it, it's called the weapon. And that's what I call it. And it's like one of those rollers, that, you know, those hard rollers. And mm -hmm. I would step on it with my feet and I would put, you know, I'd put it on my lower back and uh, it, it would give me, like, I would do this before a workout or before a yoga class and it would give me access and different access. And, uh, you know, and a lot of it was likely neurological, um, you know, like in terms of, uh, that connection, right? Like, you know, that connection neurologically. Um, but I, I, and maybe, I, I don't know, you'll definitely, you know, you'll educate me on it if I'm wrong, but I, I started to see that you were like doing all this stuff and that you were teaching it. And I was like, wow, like this is an actual thing. Like myofascial release, that's what you call it. Like as a okay, I gotta I gotta, you know, dive deeper into this. Um, you know, as you or as you would say, you know, dig in. Um, and then uh, you know, then you started teaching classes about it and, and I just started to be so much more, you know, enthralled with it. So like can you uh let's just let's talk about your yoga journey a little bit and what you know, what like how did you get to myofascial release? You know, where you started in two thousand five teaching. Um, but then you, you know, are taking and then eventually got certified. So, so I started with Ashtanga. I was a primary, primarily Ashtanga practitioner. And that you took beforehand. Is that what you were taking before you became a practitioner? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and what is, what is Ashtanga? Um, so it's set on a series. You always do sun salutations to start the series out and there's a standing. So primary series is the first series. It goes through the whole body, and then it goes into second, which is more background, um, back bends, and um, I don't know. It's been a while. I haven't been practicing. Oh, that's fun. So. Or is what I'm asking is like, it's a, um, you know, you said on the phone, it's a, it's like a more st uh, structured, yes. you know, rigid form yeah. of yoga. Yeah. And if you were, uh, you know, all vinyasa has actually come from Ashtanga. Yeah, mostly. I mean, someone will argue with me, but it's from, yeah, vinyasa comes from. Ashtanga, which is vinyasa based, so vinyasa is breath with movement. So each movement within the Ashtanga system, you know, you're stepping forward, you're going back, you're on a breath. So I don't see much of that anywhere now. Right. You know, there's not movement with those. Say people call it vinyasa, but I don't know whose breath they're breathing. That's true. It's like it's not my breath when you're we're already three steps ahead of me. So you know. Right. You want to know? Um, you know somebody. Uh, who I who I think actually I do agree with that. A lot of times it's like you know you're so ahead, and I especially as somebody who's like slow, mm -hmm. that's kind of what what drove me towards different types of yoga. Mm -hmm. I, I still love to do vinyasa, but just knowing like vinyasa wasn't the only one for me is because yeah. it made me feel so good. But I always felt like I was so behind everyone else, and I couldn't catch up, and I just wasn't you know, necessarily doing it. Not doing you know if you're in the room, and right? You're doing you, yoga. you can feel that like you're not doing it right because your breath is a different sequence, and there's a lot of layers to it. Yeah, there's tons of layers to it. And I think like the more you like dig deeper into it and it, like becoming a personal practice as well is like so important um, because like a teacher who, uh, you know, who we've had on the show who actually I think is great at pairing movements with breath is Danny Mulligan. 
you know, she like, I, that's who kind of helped me learn that and like, Good. like turn, you know, turn my brain on to thinking like, wow, it feels so much better when I, you know, deliberately breathe in here. And I, and, you know, every, a lot of, you know, all practitioners were trying to teach, you know, teach me this in, in their own way, I'm sure. But it was just when Danny, you know, when Danny was able to, you know, to, to, you know, with her calm voice, whatever, you know, whatever it was, you know, it, that's kind of what helped me see like, oh, wow, okay, I can, um, you know, I can use this breath and it, there are different types of breath that I have in my arsenal that I want to, uh, you know, I want to use, like we were talking about earlier, where, you know, you breathe in through your nostrils and then you purse your lips and you, you know, you blow out, you know, you blow out, um, you know, so, you know, on the internet, people are calling that a, um, like a, a sympathetic sigh or something, uh, you know, some type of yeah. sigh, you yeah. know, they're calling it that. And it's, uh, I know, you know, it's funny because I came across this and I, it's like, I've, I, this is the breath that I've been doing. You know, a lot of times, even when sometimes practitioners would be telling me like, you need to breathe through your nose. Yeah. Keep your mouth shut. And it's it, like, how? Oh, no. You're just building more heat and you're building more tension, which sometimes you need in certain places in the practice. But it's also like, my mouth is open for a reason. I got to a point where I need it open. Yeah. Although maybe I am a mouth breather, so maybe <laughs> I should have my mouth shut. Have you heard about mouth taping? Yes. Have you tried it? No, I am not going to. You're not going to? I should probably try it, but that sounds terrifying. Yeah, it does sound terrifying. And I do think that it's, um, you know, I do think it's great, though. I think that, like, I don't know if it's great or not. I got, I got to, you know, I think that doing it sometimes is probably good because getting consistent breath through your nose and teaching your body to right. do that and just to rely on that is definitely a really good thing. Yeah. yeah. Knowing because, like, we're probably constantly always going, you know, back, yeah. switching back between, you know, breath between our nose and our mouth, um, unless you're really focused I, on I it. I like when I'm awake, I'm pretty good at breathing through my mu- nose. Yeah. Okay. And I did hear someone say, a PRI wom- woman, um, when she would go for a hike, instead of taping or do, using the mouth tape, she'd used um, essential oils to help open up. So there's different techniques. Maybe that's a baby step. To yeah. It. Well, I love the I I love the I essential oil. Those movies where they sew the lips shut too. Yeah. Right. So gross. I yeah. Know. Super gross. So I have a I have a couple problems with it. Yeah. Right. A couple <laughs> couple layers to it. Um. We'll we'll see we'll see if we get there. Yeah. But just like the you know I, I think that's a common misconception with yoga is like you know every teacher tells you you need to breathe through your nose, and it's yeah it's super heat building. Yeah. So like in in Kundalini, which was the the mantra that we did, uh, you know before class today. You you do a thing called the breath of fire. Mm-hmm. It's called the breath of fire where you're not breathing in through your, you know you're not breathing in through your mouth at all. It's all through your nose and it's quick and it's. You're actually trying to take your stomach and hit the back of your spine. Mm. It's super heat building. And that's a practice within Kundalini. But at the same time, Kundalini is a mantra race practice where you're constantly opening your mouth and you're constantly vibrating and, and, uh, or, you know, getting, uh, gotta get your singing in too. So good. It's so good. (laughs) It's so funny. I gotta get your singing and dancing in. And like, that's the, I, I went to, you know, yoga and like, it took me five years to get into yoga. You know, like my partner wanted me to go for five years, knew that it was going to be great for me, knew, or knew everything, uh, you know, that I know now. Uh, but I just, I wasn't ready for whatever reason. And, um, but like when I did go, it was immediately, I started to get funky with it. You know, I started doing the Kundalini. I just wanted to experience every type of yoga I could. 
um, which makes me, which is funny that I have never taken an Ashtanga class. It's like the, you know, one, you know, I've taken, I could probably rattle off like 10 different yogas mm-hmm. that classes that I've taken like right now, but I just don't, I've never taken an Ashtanga class. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting that a lot of people avoid it. Yeah. I think it, a lot of people do it's it. Hard. It's hard. It's a hard practice. Yeah. And Challenging. I, and I haven't, I haven't necessarily avoided it. I've just been so excited in uh, like exploring the other types and, and exploring yeah. there that I just haven't, I haven't gotten That's there great. yet. And like yoga's also like led me to other modalities, which like, you know, back to weightlifting and back to functional range stuff. And, um, you know, you said PRI earlier. What does that stand for? Postural Restoration Institute. Yeah. Okay. And that's, the, that's from the, like one of the videos that you sent me. Yep. Yeah. That was in- incredible. So I think that that like postural, you know, postural restoration is everything. And that's kind of mm. the, what I've learned on my own, you know, my own journey is like, I'm constantly just trying to have the best posture and. Um, you know, and I think back to the, I think back, it's funny. I think back to when there was, uh, the old and done, and I, this is just from like, you know, st- stuff that I'd see on TV. I've never seen this in person, but like when they, the old ladies would make the, uh, you know, the young ladies put the books on their head for posture mm-hmm. and they would yell at them and they'd be like, and that was always seen as like a negative thing. Like, oh, they're, those women are treating those young ladies like so badly by making them do that. Like. Like, they're, you know, because I always saw it as like a they're trying to make themselves look pretty for a man, you know, because that's how the, it was always like shown in the in the books and the movies. Right. Like they're at like a finishing school mm-hmm. that they're trying to, like, become the best lady so that a man could come and, you know, like, get the like, get out of here with that shit. You know, <laughs> so I just never I never believed in that. But it, it, I guess because I put those two things together. I I wish that somebody was putting books on my fucking head. You don't balance stuff on your head. I don't balance stuff on my head. Give it a try. I love it. I love it. So you balance stuff on your head? Yeah. Okay. Tell me about it. Um, you know, it's just it's just to see if you can balance it. You know, yeah. I do the do blocks, the blocks in the studio, but I haven't done a book in a while. Okay. But yeah, it feels good too. It's like, how do I do it? I think I do have a flat spot on my head too, so I'm a cheater. Yeah. Um, but you know, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're getting the right posture. You're just able to orient around the book to balance it yeah you might just be compensating i mean i've been yeah. i've been walking around with with one with one leg yeah you know but give it a try see if you can do it yeah well that th- you know and that's what's kind of amazing about the um is about the human body is the fact that it it does uh you know it it can adapt that it is going to adapt absolutely survival absolutely. survival over everything mm-hmm. so it's like oh you can't use your left leg fine i'll just use this right leg to do everything and do the whole job it's like Okay, thanks, but also yeah. no, not thanks. Using your shoulder as a back—that's a big one. Using your shoulder <laughs> as a back, exactly right. And I and I, I love those. I love those sayings. You know, I always I always think of those like you know using my you know using my knee as a hip and like all this stuff that we shouldn't be doing. We should you know, and postural restoration is like you know a huge part of that. And I think yoga is a part of that. Weightlifting is a part of that. Um, you know, myofascial release is a part of that. Um, so okay, so you're teaching Ashtanga, and you're 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 doing that. I can. I was start. teaching. I started to do Yin during uh, my practicing of Ashtanga because it was a lot for me. It was a lot of heat, um, and I have a lot of heat already. Um, so I was balancing it out. I also I'm um, I'm a good amount lazy too. So it feels really nice to just lay around. I am so good at it. <laughs> I love it. Me so too. Then that went into that, and then I started teaching in other places. And um, there was a teacher, Bill Forbes. She would throw. Um, ball work into class, you know, balancing on balls, just throwing it into with postures and things like that. But then a little bit of rollout at the end to relax, to get your nervous system down. And I love it. It 
just it's really nice and most people won't do it for themselves make the time so if they're coming to my class it's all it's all in there yeah i think that that's like really really cool the most people you just said it like it's a like a slower practice and you want to like give yourself the time and you have to be patient with it and and you said you like to like lay around and like i am really good at it i love it (laughs) And so I used to not, I, the thing is, I, I used to be really horrible at it. I used to be the worst possible person it's ever. It's still, because then you start thinking. Exactly. What do I have to get done? What can I get done? I can't be present. I can't be in this moment. Um, and that's like really like, you know, that that work with the weapon, you know, the personal work that I was, yeah, that's what I call it. Maybe I should put a different name to it, you know, but it's also like, it's like. Is it a weapon of peace? Yeah. Sympathy? Or is it, yeah. you know. It is. It's a weapon of peace yeah. and sympathy and, yeah. and giddy up and. It's, uh, you know, I, I, I can't find another one of them. So I hope that, like, I've looked for a copy of it so I could order another one just in case this one breaks. Uh, but it, it's, uh, it's not going to break. It hasn't broke yet. So I just, I'm, I'm, I'm nervous though. I treat it, I treat it like gold. You should. Yeah. Don't leave sure. it in your car in the sun. Right. Yeah. Right. Melt, melt away. Yeah. Oh, brutal. It'll off gas and kill you. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Um, so yeah. So I think, uh, the, like, learning to lay around and like you know it's 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 a lot easier for me to focus on on different stuff when i'm when i'm in a good space and my body is comfortable and that's what like myofascial release can uh you know can do and so you started like you know you started learning about this you started you know le- learn from people and and doing the classes and and i think that that's uh you know the best way to to learn is to hands-on and to have all this data that's coming back to you from from people and from yourself right right um, practical application yeah, practical exactly practical application. I think that that's that's so great. Um, now, were uh, like, did, did you did you stumble upon it like me, or did you know that it was a practice? I don't know when it happened, but then I just started teaching it. I made the tennis balls. I put them in socks, and I brought them to class, and I threw them in like almost every class. Oh, okay. What did what did people think? Like, cause it feels good. They were like, "This is awesome." Yeah. So immediate. <laughs> they started stealing my tennis balls, and I'm like, "Give them back, or else we're not going to have any for class." Right. And it's like, "Come on, go get your own. Go get your own tennis Seriously. ball." Like, come on, guys. I had a supplier too. Oh. Yeah. So you had you had like a nice little deal going, you know? John Pine. Yeah. He because he would only use them once. All right. Okay. Yeah. So that that's so great. Exactly. Right. That he's just a real good tennis player who just would only use him once. Well, thank you, John Pine, for <laughs> for helping Elizabeth Elizabeth learn this practice so that she could then share it with us. Um. So like, why don't you just let's take you know, let's take through uh you know like just take the audience through like what a you know what a class might look like with you in terms of like the myofascial release. Myofascial release. So I would decide what part of the body we were focusing on. Um, I've been throwing a little bit more FRC in where we warm up. So last week's class, we started with Jefferson Curls, which is full spinal mobility. FRC. FRC, functional range conditioning. Um, Kin stretch, probably heard that. So we would start with Jefferson Curls of articulating the spine up and down from a standing position. And then we would do neck cars. So cars are controlled articulate rotation. So it's seeing how much mobility you have in your joint in a pain-free range. That's an important part of all of my classes, to be pain-free. A lot of people uh, that I teach with and, and learn from, you know, if you're pushing yourself into pain, the only thing on the other side of that, and I think Andy this, Andy says this, the other side of pain is more pain. That's it. So 
Yeah, so a little bit of FRC, getting into the mobility, seeing what's there. And then what did we do? We did some of the breathing, open mouth breathing, um, to relax the nervous system. To Because if you're relaxed and open, the balls will be a little bit more pliable. So if you're tensed, you're going to get some junk in there, but you're going to be making those faces and doing some stuff. So if you can get your nervous system to downregulate into the parasympathetic nervous system, your rest, release, and digest, and we've been in sympathetic because of COVID. And even though I was thinking of this this morning, even though supposedly we're out of COVID, I'm I'm still suffering. Are you still suffering? Oh, you better believe. It. I think the world is still definitely suffering and has PTSD from I think this. We're, yeah, I think we're going to be suffering from this for uh, you know for a pretty long time. Yeah. Um, you know, it's not it wasn't natural what what happened, uh, and it's like don't don't get me wrong. I know a lot of people. You know, everyone was just doing the best that they could and, and stuff. And, you know, they just created so much um, angst and, and separation. Uh, and it's just, it's so unnatural. You know, I, I, the, I had a conversation with, you know, a young lady who I, who I just met. I was going to get a, uh, you know, a great, uh, you know, a great, there's a great new place in Portsmouth that, that just opened up. That's called Salad, you know, and so it's a you know, new place that has good salads. Uh, you know, definitely, definitely check it out. Um and I was over there, and, and a, you know, a young lady was over there, and she'd just taken a workout class, and um, she, you know, I asked her where it was, and she let me know it was at a yoga studio, and she told me there was like 70 people in the room, and I was like, that's incredible. And she goes, yeah, the, you know, the energy in there, it's like it's just so different, and I'm like, yeah, that's ex- that's exactly what it's about. Is like, you know, there's there's so much benefit to doing yoga on your own and, and having your personal practice and doing that, but there's also so much benefit to getting into a room with people and you know, expressing yourself and, and being healthy together and healthy as one and moving that, that vibrational frequency all in the same direction. I think it's super important. Um, so it's it just, it's, we, uh, I think that'd be cool to, uh, you know, to see more people like do, you know, like workout classes like this, you know, that just aren't just aren't a hundred percent focused on or, you know, get get it going. I need to be strong or I need to be in shape or I need to be 100%, you know, uh, great looking or whatever they, you know, whatever. Like, a lot of, <laughs> I mean, it is a, for a lot of people, it's physical appearance, you know, and that's that's okay. You know, if that's what gets you there, giddy up. Um, but it's it's the, how, how it makes you feel like, you know, afterwards, the class and then learning that there's so many other tools available to you. Like that's, that's true health. So what, uh, so the myofascial release. So. so little mobilization, some breath work, and then getting into the actual ball work. So we did front of the chest and then we did a little bit of shoulders, rolled down the spine and then, you know, class was done. Took them through. Oh, I think that was the class. My, I've been using specific Shavasana songs and I think I did into the night. Um, what's his name? Genesis. Bill Collins? Bill Collins. Yeah, baby. Yeah. I love Bill Collins. So I've been listening to songs and uh, trying to not have them be upbeat, but they're songs that feel really good, that I think feel good, and I think other people think they feel good too. So that's what I've been, my little bit of a shift at the end for Shavasana. So instead of having, because I usually have nice, soft music going that's very calming and relaxing, and then this is sort of brings you into yourself, I feel like. That's what I'm trying to do with this song. Cool. I think music uh, can be so powerful like that. Like we're, you know, we're talking about how important sound is and how incredible it is. And like, 
if you can cultivate your music, to, and I wish I was able to spend more time on this personally, or I wish I had a personal assistant who knew me, who could. <laughs> Maybe you will. Uh, I, well, I definitely, this is definitely something I will have at some point in my life. You know, somebody who's, who knows me intimately and, and can help me, you know, put, to, and that person might be me, but, uh, you know, I haven't, you know, we haven't figured that out yet. You'd be your own assistant? Well, just in terms of cultivate, I will have an assistant for sure. You know, and I, yeah. I, you know, I, I do have some assistants now, you know, there's some people that help me out, you know, not a full-time one. Um, but I will be my own, uh, like my own music cultivator is what I'm saying, you know, curator. Cause it's like, I, I, you know, there's such a, it's such a change to my energy when I can, when I hear music and like, I can be tired in 5am and then I get the right music on and we're ready to go to the gym and we're ready to do some yoga or, so it's just like that, that shift is, is so important. Um, so just so people know, like when we're talking about the chest, you know, so this is like the, I, you know, I remember this is feeling so incredibly good because we're all so tight in our chest. Um, so like, and also protective. This is an area where our heart is. So we're, we pull it back and we create a barrier. Yeah. We, we probably do that for physical reasons and for emotional, spiritual Absolutely. reasons. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. We suck it back in because we don't, we know we're trying to protect it and uh, I'm such a, you know, I'm, I was the, I'm the cancer, so I'm, you know, I'm so emotional and, and uh, sensitive and empathetic. So it's like, that's a hundred percent thing that I uh, probably am. That's why I have to, you know, do more, more chest work. But, you know, you lay on these balls, you know, here and, and in different spots, right? Like on your chest and the way, the way that you feel afterwards, people like, I don't, I don't even, you know, there's no, you know, drug that can make you feel this way. You know, there's, it's, there's, it just doesn't exist. Um, you know, the, and to say to, you know, to Andy's point the about pain and with this is you never want to put yourself in pain in bad pain, but there is, uh, you know, with this, you do want to teach yourself like, you know, cause your nervous system is immediately telling you pain, 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 pain. Right. Right. Stop, 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 stop. Right. 70%. I've been pulling people back. You don't want to go to that place where you think you're getting more by creating more sensation, but controlling the sensation and using your extremities to create less body weight to back off of that. Our, our culture is, well, if I go hard at it, I'm going to get more results. And less is more. Little bit, you can take it in, regulate your nervous system. That's the hardest part is the control of it. Yeah, just like sitting there and being able to, to actually do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, I I want everyone to, that's like kind of why, you know, we do the mantra in the beginning and I, you know, we openly talk about this stuff is because like, I want people to be like so excited about this to see like, holy shit, Steve's so excited about this, that he, he started a podcast and is, you know, is taking up all this, uh, you know, energy of his to, to make sure that people can hear the, hear, hear this stuff. Cause it's like, it's so important. Uh, you know, like doing the, it's something as simple as, you know, you know, going online, looking up myofascial release, looking up PRI and, you know, getting some tennis balls and having some, uh, you know, a white tube sock in your, you know, in your dresser, uh, you know, can be enough to get started. Absolutely. A little bit. Yeah, that's it. It's all you need. Um, so have you, uh, you used to, you know, you used to be a, a, an, an Olympic weightlifter. No, I wasn't an Olympic weightlifter. I did Olympic that's weightlifting. Right, that's what I meant. Yeah, right. No, no, I would, I would have loved him in the Olympics, but no, I don't have that much skill. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I, well, I maybe not that type of skill. I think you do have that much skill. You know, a hundred percent, but maybe just not that type. 
Um, but that's what you used to do. That's what that's what kind of brought you to yoga. Uh, well, when I was living in Baltimore, I went to this gym called Sugars, and it had a sign that said "Ladies Welcome." And I started going, and um, the guy, the trainer who was there, Greg, who is still a very good friend of mine, um, he would go in the office and he would write up. It would take him like twenty five minutes to write up your thing, and I still have my workouts because it was in his handwriting and. Essentially, he had an idea what he wanted me to do. And I always would tell people, oh, I'm training to be a professional badminton player, you know, because it's like, you know, there's so. But there was always one performance piece in each workout. And the one that I remember very vividly was so they had these big machines that were, you know, bolted to the floor. He had chains. The chains would go around the machine and I would pull as hard as I could like whatever, five rounds for 20 seconds. So you just grab, so you're grabbing these chains and you're, it's the chain's pulling against you and you're just, you're pulling against I'm, it? I'm trying to get the, you know, it's an immovable object and I was just using okay. force to try to pull. Okay, that's so cool. Yeah. So, so, and you you love doing this? You like, you like? Oh, it was so much fun. Yeah. 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 Okay, but the, but it beat up the body a little bit. Um. Oh, I was younger then. I was in my 30s. So no, no. Oh, so it's just, well, what brought, oh, it was the, you, know, you, I think you were telling me that sometimes when you change communities, things change. Right. So I, I left Baltimore and moved up to New Hampshire to go to UNH. And um, I, it's, yeah, it's hard to do things out of different places for me anyways. And I was also, eh, five years is kind of a long time. I didn't really want to do a ton of weight on um, the bars for the Olympic stuff. And I mean, you can't do that unless you have someone spotting you too. So right, yeah. So exactly right. You don't. You come up here. You don't have the same community or the same type of trainers, mentors, right. and it, it kind of just falls off. And so that's what made you still needed some movement and fitness. And so you, that's what right. got you into the yoga. Yeah, I was going to the gym, and then I just started going to Dover Yoga, and it just developed from there. Okay. Yeah, it's like just a, a constant evolving practice that. Right. Something new. I don't do as much yoga as I used to do. That's cool. I, I, you know, I started off, I, you know, during COVID, um, you know, I was the, uh, you know, at the, at, at the studio at Blaze, I was the, uh, the person who went the most, you know, I had like, you know, Sarah Carter says to me one day, like, oh, you know who, you know, June 1st of 2021, she's like, you know, who's come here the most in the past year? And I was like, I don't, I don't know, probably me. Cause you're asking me. <laughs> Uh, but she's like, yeah, you. And, you know, at first I just like, you know, I don't take compliments well or, or take stuff like that well. And she was like, oh, great job and stuff. And I was like, oh, well, cool. You know, that then when I thought about it, I was like, damn, that that was pretty cool. You know, I made a commitment to myself and right. Yeah. I, and I did it. And I showed up and I made the time to do it. And exactly. Uh, yeah. And I helped definitely, you know, change my life. And, um, you know, so then I, I but it led me to, you know, that point is like is when I started doing other things and doing right. less yoga. Right. Everything's about transitioning. Yeah, everything's life is transitions, mm -hmm. and so knowing to you know knowing to transition, um, you know, and how to transition, and just being comfortable with that, you know, and just going going along for the ride, as well as like you know being at the steering wheel, is is uh, how how I'm trying to do it now. Right, right. I remember um, when I was consistent with my Ashtanga practice, I would always take a week off and not do anything um, because I needed it. Um, but the one thing that I would always miss was the breath. I didn't miss the postures. I didn't miss anything about any of the other stuff. It was the breath. And which is funny because that's what's still more important to me than anything that I do. Yeah, I think the 
I, like that's the, the the intimacy that you learn from it. Like so, when you sometimes I think to myself, it's like, oh, you want to know what I really like? Like you know, like vacation, all this stuff. You know, going here, going here, doing this stuff. Sure, that's great. Sometimes I wish that I could just have a day where I, I have zero responsibility. I have nothing to do besides being able to, uh, you know, to be with my my foam roller and to be with my my you know my myofascial release balls, my weapon. Uh, you know, have access to a sauna, have access to a cold tub, uh, and just have a day of it, have a, a, you know, a weekend of it where you can learn because it's, you know, when I've had these times in my life, when I've done this stuff and, uh, it's, you know, I, 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 you get this relationship with your breath and you get that it can, this is how you can heal yourself is, you know, just, just with your breath and that it's the, the way that the mind and the body, that's how they talk to each other. That's how you, you know, the, the brain is always this this complex, uh, you know, thing that's out in, you know, it's it's everything. It's consciousness is everywhere, always. That's why we're able to think the way we are um, and have so many different thoughts. But, you know, our bodies, we're, you know, we're physically right here, right now. You know, Elizabeth and I are in the Dr. B. Well studio. Uh, and sometimes those two things, they don't match up because your brain is all over the place and you're, you know, they don't match up a lot. Uh, and like that, the, the uh, way to help them get to communicate and to become present is through the breath. Absolutely. You're one of those cold bucket people. <laughs> so I, I have, I have done the ice baths, mm-hmm. you know, for sure. Um, I, I wouldn't say that I'm a cold bucket person yet. I've been doing it's, it's, it's actually all really funny. So I, I um, before like the cold bucket thing, like became a thing and became online, like Kundalini taught me, that I should be taking cold showers and that I should always be taking cold showers and that even if I, uh, you know, I take a warm shower, I should rinse myself off with cold water before I get out of the shower. And, uh, you know, Kundalini is really cool because it actually like it went so much deeper because it learned that like you can heal yourself. So like there's these Kundalini practitioners that people that go and study, you know, medicine that you'll do certain poses in certain, uh, they're called Kriyas. That's what the sets are called. You do four, four different poses throughout a Kriya and you're going to, uh, you know, be focusing on, you know, a certain part of the body or a certain type of breath that's going to help with, uh, you know, might help with your, you know, inflammatory system. It might help with your endocrine system. It might help with your hormones. It might help with your shoulder. You know, it, it's all it's all designed in a, um, you know, in, in a certain way. So Kundalini taught taught me about the, uh, you know, about the cold showers, and they have this, you know, this great great resource called it's three ho dot org, like three the number ho dot org. Um, and so I was doing these cold showers. I started doing these, uh, you know, whenever when I started yoga, uh, and then it started like to become this huge thing. And I was like, oh, cool! Like I was definitely onto something. I was definitely because uh, it got to the point for me, like when I would put soap on my body, and then I would, and if I had warm water, if I took a warm shower, I wouldn't feel clean. I wouldn't feel like I got all the soap off of my body unless I rinsed off with cold water. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it definitely like you know made me better. And there's now. Now we're learning because everyone's doing it. Uh, they're actually, you know, like the research is becoming, you know, they're doing more research on it and the research is, you know, that they did before on it is starting to pop up everywhere again and being referenced. So it, it is, it's it's cool to see that. Are, are you an ice bucket person? No, no. My boyfriend uh, with his friends for a, quite a long time, like eight years, they would go once a month in the ocean. Every month. I love it. Yeah. I love it. So, and this is another reason. But why. it was a little much because two of them have 
a little bit of heart condition. So that, that's a lot. That's a lot for your system. It is a lot for your system. <laughs> and that's why you got to have the breath so you can keep yourself in, uh, you know, in calm so that you don't, you don't elevate to that point where something could go wrong. Uh, so there's this guy that I met, uh, you know, he, I sauna with him. I'm a big sauna guy. I love the heat. I love, you know, just you know, also pushing my body, which, you know, you're teaching a yin class tonight. When I've done yin, when I, when I do yin or I do any type of restorative yoga or if I do my foam roller or my myofascial work before I go into the sauna, I can double my time because I'm wow. focusing on the breath and I'm getting, I'm getting. Yeah. Interesting, yeah. yeah. You know, my sympathetic nervous system is, is settled down. So I'm just sitting there and it's, it's, it's wild to me. It's wild that I can, you know, that I know that like, you know, the next day where I go where I didn't do that stuff, I, you know, I'm, I'm getting like 25 minutes and it's like, wow, this is, I'm dying. I need to get out. You know, I need to yeah. get out of here. I need breath. But then the, the next day, if I do that, that work, I have the time to do something beforehand. It's literally double. You know, it's, so this guy that I used to go to the sauna with at the gym, uh, he was awesome. And, uh, he's an old, you know, an older gentleman who, you know, just helped mentor me. And, uh, he goes in the ocean every single day. Wow. No matter what. Yeah. Like this guy is a badass motherfucker. <laughs> like, you know, he just talk, you know, you just see it and he talks about it and he's just like, yeah, you know, he's a, he's a big hockey guy. You know, he played hockey his whole life and he, uh, you know, and he still plays, you know, he's, you know, and did well in his seventies and. He, uh, he crushes it and he, uh, after he plays, that's one day he's just like, my hips were sore. You know, my hips are so fucking sore. He lives by the beach and he said, I'm going to go over to the beach and I'm going to jump in that fucking water and see how I feel. And he did it. And the next day he felt amazing. Right afterwards, he felt amazing. Yeah. The cold and the salt. The cold. Yeah. And the salt. Exactly. Never mind that. I can't wait to, you know, maybe I'll get in there a little bit earlier this year, but I can't wait to, you know, get on the beach and, you know, I'm a, I'm a cancer, so I'm just... I'm a summer guy and, you know, I just want to be on the beach and be in the summer and in the sun. I think like the sun is so incredible and so amazing. And, um, you know, getting it to, you know, on your skin is a, like, a very important thing. Um, you know, a little bit. Yeah, for sure. You definitely don't want it. You definitely don't <laughs> yeah. want to overdo it. You know, I'm not much into direct sunlight. Yeah, right. No, for sure. Exactly. Right. For sure. A little bit, a little bit here and there, but I try to not be in it continuously. Is that for like um, purposes? Just, yeah, I'm kind fair. of fair and just, I don't like putting sunblock on. Yeah. Um, And it's hot. Yeah. You know? Right. Yeah. So, I, I used to, I used to, I feel like I, I'm getting like a different relationship because for a while I was like that. I was just like kind of hot. And for a while, like, yeah. when I was a kid, I used to love the beach, love the hot, just love being outside, my shirt off, just whatever, mm -hmm. giddy up. Yep. Um, I do also hate to put sunscreen on. Yeah. Um, and now I hate it even more because I don't, I, like I'm not using banana boat, you know, I, whatever I'm using, the you know, mineral oil or, um, you know, I actually have like this, you know, this girl who makes our, makes homemade sunscreen. Wow. Yeah, it's incredible. Mm -hmm. So it's really awesome. So I use that. So it's a little bit harder to, to, you know, to get off, um, you know, to like get off your, you know, your skin or yeah. rub in a little bit. You kind of look like more of a geek, but that's okay too. So yin, yin, yin yoga. That's, yep. that's really, really uh, like your, so your practice consists of, of teaching people, you know, it's a whole, um, it's really about the breath. It's really about the getting people, uh, you know, into their uh, parasympathetic nervous systems. Yep. It's about backing off two thirds, 60% of your effort. So most of the time we're active, we're squeezing our muscles, we're contracting. This is about relaxing into that, letting go. So the fascia, the connective tissue 
the structure, all the, the viscera of the body can rest. I mean, you think you're you're resting, but most of the time you're holding. So even when you're sleeping, like think about how many people grind their teeth and do all this stuff when absolutely, they're sleeping. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. So like, just it's it's so wild how much of the how much of your mind has to be, uh, you know, in the in the right space to to get this this type of work done and get this healing done. Yeah, repetitive training, softening not thinking that you know more than you know you know once you think you know you don't know anything <laughs> right so it's just a little at a time yeah. don't should yourself don't should yourself yeah yeah Ooh, i should be doing that uh i shouldn't do that you know what you should be doing just do it don't should yourself i like that a lot you know that's i'm a i'm a should yourself guy you know i'm always trying to do more and do different and um, like your, you know, your practice helped, you know, helped me so much, like, you know, just like sit there and, and be like, okay, we're getting into this. Like, I, I guess obviously some of the work I was doing on my own, but then to, to be in a room full of people and being led by you who is say, saying, okay, this is how we need to, you know, and I would start getting, you know, okay, get in there. You know, you should be doing this a little bit harder. And then you would literally say, chill out relax, you know, go, go 20% less, go 40% less, you know, don't hurt yourself. You know, the, I, you know, I remember you used to always say something about the viscera and how they were all, you know, they're always just so tight, you know, tightly compact. And we got to just, you know, that's kind of what we're doing with the myofascial release, right? We're loosening it up. Hydrating, softening. Yeah. That's, that's kind of the key, right? Because it's like, you can't, you can't, even with the breath, like, for instance, I, uh, you know, with well, I have that, you know, my my left AIC that we think that we've diagnosed. Um, and it's actually funny, like if you look like, you know, my nostrils, like I think that this is something that because my body has been compensating for so long doing this, I, you know, even the way that I breathe was affected. Absolutely. Yeah. So Your you'll see structure. Yep. Oh, yeah. Smushed in. It's smushed in, everybody. You know, at first I kept, you know, I have noticed this and I'm thinking like, oh, that's, that's just because I have a disformed nose or no, it's, it's literally because my body has been relying so much on the right side of my body to breathe that the left side has just become dormant. It's been going along for the ride. Um, so I, you know, I do certain things now to, uh, you know, to rectify that. Um, I do net, I neti pot, you know, which is great. Um, you know, you mentioned it earlier, like, uh, you know, putting, uh, you know, uh, essential oils, you know, up your nose, you know, you can do that with, you know, different near them, not jamming them up there, but yeah, yeah. so you can inhale it. Yeah, exactly. Right. So <laughs> you don't want to burn yeah. yourself with peppermint oil up your nose. <laughs> right. You definitely don't want to do that. Um, and yeah, you definitely don't want to do that. Uh, but it's great to inhale it and to just get you that. And just like in the sauna, you know, to bring it in there with me and, 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 you know, create that vapor. And I think that that's incredible as well. Um, you know, so just all this stuff like is making it better. Like if you saw this a few months ago, you would have been like, oh, wow, this is it's way worse. Or even a year ago, you would have been like, it's a thousand times worse. So I just think that there's probably like a lot of people who are struggling from these postural issues. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think most probably most people yeah. like maybe not maybe not as bad off as me or yeah, maybe uh, worse than me. Mm -hmm. You know, so like you just, um, you know, like that, it's kind of a cool thing, too, that to think like. I think the hard thing is people want results right away, you know, or instant gratification society. You spend a lifetime making your left side dormant. You know, it's not going to change in two days. 
Right. It's not going to even change in a month. Or you may have results, but it'll fall back in. Patterning. The patterning is 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 so real. You know the, you know everything wants to stay how it you know how it was. It wants to return to its original form. Absolutely. That's the the whole thing with matter. It's it's always like that. Um, but I think getting you know being consistent, like not being as intimidated by it, is a thing because people are intimidated by getting started by going to the gym right. and all this stuff. But it's like okay, if right. you just give yourself literally a month of doing uh, you know yin and myofascial you know work, you know three times a week, four times a week for a month. Like- you can do it at home. I mean, I learned a ton of stuff. I learned everything on YouTube. So there's so much stuff, so much information that you can learn. Okay, cool. Do you, um, you know, maybe after the show, you, you can share some of those resources with me and I can, uh, you know, I can put them up for the listeners. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Yeah. Because um, I, I, the stuff that you shared in the yesterday was so great. Yeah, and- Connor Harris. I'm taking his uh, biomet- biomechani- biomechanics, biomechanics class right now. And um, he has tons and tons of information on YouTube and he's very clear and yeah, it's amazing. What's his name? Connor Harris. Connor Harris. Okay, cool. Yeah, you know, he was a... He's very well articulated. Uh, you know, knew what knew what he was talking about for sure. Um, and I think just like the 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 happiness that can come from this, and the the breath work that can uh, you know that can that people can learn from it. I think it all comes back to like sitting with yourself a little bit and giving yourself the time. Absolutely. Yeah. Which is like so incredibly hard in this day and age. Absolutely. Yep. So hard, right? Like the we have this. Like the phone, you know, even when our phone, you know, someone's not texting us or something, you know, we're always picking it up and looking. Let me ask you a question. Why do people have phones in the hot room? What is that about? Like if you have a kid, you're on call, something like that, I totally understand. But you check in your Instagram feed? I don't understand. Like why bother? Why bother with any of it? Is this becoming a thing? I've seen some people actually in in not just in the hot room, but in other. I I I don't get it. No, so yeah, so uh, Danny Mulligan, you know, another yeah. guest. She put it on. She put on line the other day, like you know, two of the you know her yoga parlor customers, like, hey, like you cannot be using your phone during class because it's super distracting. And the thing I'm thinking of is like, who is going to a yoga class and bringing their phone? It's the one time you can shut off. And like I said. I have a kid. I get it. Sometimes you do need to yeah, have the wrong yeah, call. Sure, yeah. that's a you know do that. You know, but the phone should not be picked up. It should just be on vibe. You know, on vibrate or you know on on just emergency for just that call. Um, you know, and it, like you should you need to. That's what the practice is all about. It's about detaching. Right. It's about you know being present to the world and where you physically are and with the people you are, or if you're doing it by yourself. Yeah, it's. I, it's, it makes me so worried about the world. You know, this the technology and like having a son. Like I see how yep. like I'm on this phone and he's already he should be worried. Right. He should be. Right. And it's he's already um you know, he's already, you know, like jacked up. You know, he's already looking at the phone. He already loves the TV. And it's like I just I don't want him to to I want him to be understanding of it because it's not going away. We can't go backwards. Yep. We just need to learn how to live with this stuff. We need to learn how to um you know, it's because it, it, it's really sad because it's not, in essence, like if we went back in time and we told the ancient Greeks, the ancient Romans, I have a device that's this big that I can find out anything that I want to find out. 
at any time. They would be like, that's incredible. What are you fi- What are you using it for? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And then we tell them. Yeah, we're useless. <laughs> right. It's like, oh my goodness. You know, it's like. Back to my asshole comment. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Right. It's so many assholes out there. And it's like, we, we all are that and we all are that. And it's like, you know, me, you, and, uh, you know, even though we try to be our best selves and we, you know, it's still, it, I, you know, and I, I speak yeah. about this stuff a lot. Like I still sometimes go home and, and you know, and, and veg out and do this stuff and, and, and go on Instagram for, you know, a half hour yeah, or something. Nothing wrong with it. Right. And it's not, that's not, there is nothing wrong with it. If it's a controlled thing, if it's not completely uh, in tuned and affecting, you know, your nervous system and the, uh, you know, the way that you uh, do everything in your life. Which I think for like a lot of people, it is the case. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. But... yeah giddy up. Oh, the last, I just wanted the last thing before I know, I know you get going, but the last thing before I wanted to, I wanted to touch on to you is just there, you know, the yoga, yoga in general, and I want to become an advocate for this. That you know, all places and and stuff should be uh, teaching their, you know, treating their yoga teachers better, uh, and should be yeah. paying them, and should be doing that. And it, yeah, you know, I know some studios are going towards that, and so. Let's let's giddy that up and uh and and continue to to get there, right? Like absolutely, you want to take care of people who are taking care of you. So, independent contracting, subcontracting, you know, make them part of the studio. You know, don't make their tax day the worst day of their life. <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. Make them an employee. Help help them out if that's the route they want to do. Give them the option to do the other thing if that's what right. they want to do. Exactly. And exactly. also give them more options yeah. so that they can uh, yeah. yeah that they can be the best versions of themselves and they can help you know, the people that you're trying to help because that's really what, what it's all about, right? Yes, absolutely. And that's what we got to, we got to steward in because it's, it's not, uh, it's, we need to protect it because it's, it's, it's a definitely a huge business. It's definitely a huge money-making thing. And it mm-hmm. definitely can be a thing where you're, you're not actually helping people and, you know, you're making them feel a little bit better in, in the short term for, you know, maybe right after class, but it's just to keep them coming back. And, you know, you want to actually see long-term growth, long-term, uh, you know, benefits that you're, you know, you're putting into these people's lives. Absolutely. Yep. Cool. Well, uh, where can the uh, where can the folks find you? I teach at Blaze Yoga and Fitness uh, over on Islington Street in Portsmouth. Uh, Monday morning at nine a.m. Kid stretch. Thursday at six. You can either have Yin myofascial release or Kin stretch on that day too. Sometimes I sub. I do a little bit of flow. Um, I teach in my own studio in Rollinsford Tuesday nights at 4:30 but you'll have to call me if you're interested in that. <laughs> yeah, cool. Where where can uh, where can people get in touch with you, you know? Is it, you have a social? Uh yeah, ebethmedic on Instagram. Okay, ebethmedic on on Instagram. That's at @ebethmedic. We'll uh, you know, we'll definitely put it up on the on the post. Um you know, follow Elizabeth, you know, see if she uh you know, she can definitely help you out, you know, reach out to her. Um you know, anything about myofascial release? Uh, anything about uh, you know the postural um, postural PRI postural range postural restoration restoration because it's you're restoring it right postural restoration institute um, I think that those are, are really really great things um, thank you so much thanks for having me yeah so great to see you yeah yeah so good to see you so awesome to have you on um, the show I can't wait to get back in the room with you and, and you know and practice yeah. and do some really cool stuff uh, you know showing people that the you know the you know Laying on some tennis balls for a few hours uh, can really, really change your life. Less is more. Less is more. That's it. Less is more. All right, everybody. Well, thank you so, so much. We uh, we appreciate you. Uh, if you need it, you know, if you need anything, reach out to us. We're always here for you. We're always trying to help you be well. Uh, that's individuals, the community, and society as a whole. 
Uh, you know, thank you again, Elizabeth. Yeah, thanks for having me. You know it. Giddy up, everybody. <laughs>